morning. This is Stéphanie de Torquois talking to you from Silex for our weekly economic and financial update on January the 30th, 2023. Last week continued to show improved prospects from a very low base in the Eurozone with flash PMIs rebounding thanks to the good news of very high gas inventories at this time of the year and the unexpectedly swift Chinese reopening. While these prints confirm that the Eurozone could escape recession in the end, one notable risk remains in the form of potentially excessive monetary tightening. In that respect, Thursday's European Central Bank meeting, which takes place one day after the important January inflation release, will give more clues as to what can be expected. A 50 basis points hike to 2.5% has been well communicated and anticipated. But beyond this hike, a few questions will be interesting to clarify. Will the ECB dial down its very hawkish December rhetoric? Is a slower 25 basis points hike in March a live possibility? The good news is that with markets already pressing an additional 125 basis points of rate hikes to a 3.3% terminal rate, room for hawkish surprises seems more limited. We continue to believe that a 3% terminal rate would be sufficient and appropriate given the lack of obvious wage price spiral and collapsing gas prices. In the US, fourth quarter GDP released last week at 2.9% annualized quarterly growth continues to paint a fairly resilient but past picture. However, private consumption is weakening, residential investment continues to plunge, and support from higher inventories and public spending is likely not sustainable. In addition, forward-looking soft indicators such as January PMIs remain in contraction territory. Wednesday's Fed meeting might also add to slowdown risks by pouring some cold water on markets' expectations for rate cuts as soon as the second half of this year. Given the extraordinary tightening implemented in a short period of time and the usual lags to affect real activity, a recession will remain tough to avoid in our view, most likely in the latter part of the year. In terms of allocation, our preference for quality fixed income remains as valid as ever given the slowdown in the growth inflation mix that we expect to last this year. Within equities, we continue to believe that current earnings levels do not adequately reflect downside risks and that valuation multiples are too high in the US, hence our caution with a preference for quality. That's it for me. Until next Monday, I wish you all a great week. This audio document is intended for information purposes only, and its content has no contractual value. It is not intended for people who are citizens of a country or jurisdiction in which its distribution, publication, provision, or use would be contrary to laws or regulations in force. This invitation does not constitute and should not be interpreted as an offer of investment service, investment advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or keep a financial instrument.
The figures, comments, and analysis appearing in this document reflect Selex's sentiment on the markets, their evolution, taking into account the economic context and the information possessed at the date of this recording, and cannot, however, constitute any commitment or guarantee from Selex. They may no longer be relevant on the day it becomes known. Any investment in a financial instrument involves risks, in particular of loss of capital, and any investment... Good morning, this is Stéphanie de Torquois from Silex, and I'm delighted to give you a quick Monday morning update of our take on key economic events. Last week was shortened by Thanksgiving in the US, but we still had a few interesting data to monitor, with notably the first readings of the November PMIs, which always give a timely gauge of private sector business activity. And those PMIs continue to point to slowdown and disinflation in the quarters to come. In the US, they point to contraction, with both manufacturing and services indices well below the 50 critical mark. With new orders falling at the fastest pace since May 2020, and private sector input cost inflation softening, we continue to believe that a recession would be tough to avoid in the quarters to come, while inflationary pressures should dissipate throughout 2023. In the Eurozone, those flash PMIs showed a fall in business activity for a fifth consecutive month, but the intensity of the downturn moderated, and surprised positively, likely thanks to fewer supply constraints and warm weather allaying fears uh, over energy shortages in the winter. But the manufacturing sector clearly remains in a severe downturn and service activity under intense pressure. So in all, a Eurozone recession next year remains uh, our central scenario. Its severity will partly depend on the reaction function of the European Central Bank. Rising rates as high as markets currently expect, to 3%, would amount, in our view, to over-tightening and create more damage, while stopping earlier around 225-2.5% may limit somewhat the severity of the downturn. We also had last week the minutes of the November Fed meeting, which confirmed what markets had already priced, that is an upcoming slower pace of rate hikes. One slight surprise uh, came maybe from the fact that only various participants, and not all participants, expect a higher terminal Fed fund rate than their 4.6% September projections. Moreover, the staff sees more elevated recession risk. So there is no unanimous support for undue over-tightening and growing cautiousness around the effect on activity of the cumulative tightening so far. In all, these minutes are consistent with the rates path currently priced by markets with approximately 5% terminal rate by the end of Q1 2023. Turning to allocation, no big change in our core views. The end-of-year equity bear market rally that we expected is well advanced, and we keep an underweight stance on equities with a preference for quality and level strategies. The bottoming process will likely happen sometimes next year as macro data trough and central bank's first cuts approach. On the other hand, quality fixed income offers very compelling entry points today 
as most central banks tightening is priced, and we hold an overweight in convertibles as a way to benefit from lower rates while being already positioned for a more structural equity rally later next year. That's it for me. Until next Monday, I wish you all a great week. So I must make any investment decision in the light of their personal and financial situation, independently of Silex, and with the assistance of any opinion or advice specialized. Unless otherwise indicated, the sources of information are those of Silex. Silex reserves the right to modify the contents and terms of these documents at any time. The data privacy policy is available on Silex's website. All rights reserved.